Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Free my soul, I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Little bear town today, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Give me the beat boys and Give me the beat boys and free my soul. We, we just do the whole oh, show like that. Man. I'm trying to get into the we live chat right now and I can't figure out how. If I'm on the While you do that. Go Let's ahead, intro. Yeah. What up, What's y'all? up, Hello, After everyone. Buzzers? Welcome back to After Buzz TV's After Show for Pitch Slap. Obviously, we're very excited, as we always are. We are missing one person today. Lindsay couldn't join us. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. Joining me, I have... Ty Matthews. As always, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews, P-M-A. Hey, everyone. Jeff Graham here. Thanks for tuning in. You can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham and Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. I'm on this side of the table today, guys. I know. I'm so free on this side. This is amazing. (laughs) So much room. I love it. Girls have cooties. Ew. (laughs) I I have space for my flaccid arm here. Flaccid arm. Oh, yeah. The little flappy (laughs) motion. The little flappy arm. Phil was talking about. I forgot about the word flaccid. I've been taking Maybe high school that's not anatomy. The best term. Maybe well, high school is just. I'll stop. Puberty's okay. hard, right, puberty's hard <laughs> right off the bat, guys. I don't, I don't know where we're right off the bat, guys. out of the gate. <laughs> well, I try to get the live chat going on my phone. I'm struggle busting over here. Um, that's okay. We'll, we'll get it together. We'll get it together. I swear, you guys. You know. Yeah. Um, this is, as always, a really fun episode. Real quickly, quick mm. thoughts. We didn't Time. see anyone's house today, did we? No, no we didn't. No, no house visits. Yeah. But if you think about it, no one really had an immediate solo on the Stay Tuned side that we right. had to go to someone's house. We, didn't, so they we can... didn't see anyone's house, but we were introduced to Diana's husband. We right. We got that. From mm-hmm. Lee Jupiter as well. So family stuff. Indeed. So, Jeff, what did you think about this episode? I think this was my second favorite episode of the season besides the premiere. Um, what I liked was the songs. I think... What I'm learning, now that the season's over, is that my favorite episodes are the ones where I really love the music, and I loved every song choice tonight. Okay. okay. So, um, it was really fun. I'm every song choice, it. even with the competing groups? All four? Yeah, all four. Okay. I, um, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. I'm we'll really excited there. to talk about it. Mm. I was really excited about this episode, as always. Love the song, Drift Away. It's so catchy. Obviously, it's still playing in my head, if you guys aren't <laughs> listening. Uh, I'm not listening I, to the I inside really, of your head, Marissa. No, no one is. I love Drift Away. I love Defying Gravity as well. Of course, yeah. of course. I mean, you get me in a car singing Defying Gravity. <laughs> yes. I think I can hit the notes. We have our but... very own Adina. There you Adele go. Dezim at the end of the table <laughs> over here. Man, no. 
But great song choices for both. And so yeah. let's get into it with well, more so like stay tuned. We have Sergio's now the solo. Mm. He's starting off. What do we think of Sergio? We, we see him a little here and there every episode. I love Sergio. Sergio Sergio's one of my favorites. Pleasant for sure. surprise. Back when we were like back in in the the week where we, where they had to mosh, mm-hmm. Sergio was all oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And I think ever since then, I've I've really really dug the energy that he puts out. And so I was I was happy to see him get kind of a a, a lead role because I was. I wasn't sure if we were going to see that given to him by the end of the season. Fosh. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> first of all, if you're watching, Sergio, congratulations. You could pass as someone who's potentially older than me. <laughs> when I was in high school, I looked like I was nine. And probably through my sophomore year of college, and then all of a sudden I looked like an adult. Um, Sergio, you killed it. Loved your voice. Very mellow. Um, very fun, chill. Very chill. Perfect for the song. Love mm-hmm. seeing you featured. Nice job. Yes, nice job, everybody. Yeah. We'll definitely get there. Uh, I liked it. It was, yeah, it, Sergio was the perfect one that be relaxed, chill, be the cool guy. Yes. Because I feel like you have to be the cool guy to sing Drift Away. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we think of Deke's mentality and his philosophy, Rope-A-Dope, intentionally getting second place? I was Just it. enough to qualify. Do you like this? Game strategy going this far into the competition now. What do you think, Jen? Well, first of all, rope a dope. Uh-huh. Rope a dope. Help me out. Ali A. Foreman. Mah- Muhammad Ali, you know? boxer. Oh yeah, nineteen seventy four. Fly I... like a bee, sting like a butterfly. <laughs> punch <laughs> out the competition. Uh, yeah. Dope a rope. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, rope a dope. Yes. Um, In fairness, Muhammad Ali was before all of us. <laughs> right. So. But D- not D- just D- you guys. D- but gives him a little us. history lesson. Nineteen seventy four. Ali let Foreman just tee off on him, and Foreman kind of got tired out, and mm-hmm. that's how Ali won the fight. Yeah, I know everything you're talking about right now. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Um, I. Eventually understood what Deke was saying. At mm. first, I was like, pardon my French, hell no, don't go for second, go for first. Uh-huh. But he was playing it safe, and lo and behold, the crown was won right. by the tuned. <laughs> sure. Um, but I, yeah, see, I, I saw where he was coming from, and it was an interesting approach that I think... I think it, it could have, you know, he knows that they've been staying safe with these kind of crowd pleasers. Right. And I think he knows that if... I mean, I don't know if if this was necessarily where he was going with it, but maybe if he lowers the the judges' expectations a little bit and then really knocks it out of the park in the final week, I don't know. No, I I got it by the end. The funny thing Mm. is, stay tuned is like such a crowd pleaser. Like I was, it was a funny way to phrase it. To me, that is like a grade A acapella jam because it's so vocally driven and harmony driven. Sure. Um, just so you guys know, I used to sing on a cruise ship, and um, actually no. in a quartet. And that How song many times was, are you going to bring that up? Uh, <laughs> at least three times an episode. But that was our go-to, and like it was guaranteed okay. to. It's a good. It is a chill song. Like it, we'd usually sing sets of five, and it's a good like third song, right? To like bring it down. But um, no, I by the end I was like, this was definitely the right choice for Stay Tuned. We'll, we'll get into it. I don't want to get into the arrangement too much yet. but uh. And I think it's what's interesting to me is that the fact that there's such a crowd pleaser seems to be part of what Diana is kind of kind of rails on him for week after week is, mm-hmm. you know, going with these cute little skits right. that aren't necessarily the most uh, inspired arrangements or anything. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. My, I'm, like, going on Twitter and live tweeting multitasking. And Look at I that. Put Are a, people, I put a very on? witty tweet just out into the world, you twitty? guys. So. A very twitty t- tweet. Weet. No, let's twitty not weet. do that. Uh, wh- oh, yes. I really I agree on all points, yes. And you mm. did sing on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> there you go. What did we Marissa love? throws the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. Uh, what did you think of uh, Deke now having the guys hit the audience a sing-along, which is always fun? I mean, it's... I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's like we said. It's 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 playing it safe. It's you know playing to obviously if if the crowd is singing along, they're obviously going to be hugely into it. You know they're they're not going to not be on their feet at the end of of drift away. Right, drift away. You know? yeah. So I think I think you know there's obviously a method to Deke's madness. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, like this song always gets the audience going. Mm. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I used to perform it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm having, Time's a flat circle, guys. Yeah. No, this song, though, I think there's no there's no choice but to engage the audience with sure. this song. It is just, like, it's inherent in the song. Mm. So, Do you think that a sing-along would be kind of beneath Diana and the Highlands Voices? You know, I think it would be beneath Diana. Right. But right. I'm not sure. I think she would be I'm, quick. I'm sorry, Diana and Team Diana? Yeah. I think Team she Diana. would be quick to assume it's the wrong move, maybe. And sure. it is. I could see where she was coming from where she, when she said that arrangement was very easy. Mm. Um, and I actually really applaud Diana for pushing Highland's voices where she did. I'm sorry, I think she said it was a crappy arrangement. A crappy, crappy was arrangement. The one she, did. <laughs> she said that it was safe. Right. But do you think that was really a safe arrangement? Because we see Deke during the rehearsals going like through everybody's dynamics. You start at this number, go through this number. Like it, it was certainly. I mean, you think th- that was safe? I think that that aspect of it was certainly complex. But it wasn't really any different from the original song in terms of in terms of the arrangement. Yeah, I li- I liked it. I've done a, like little teaching and everything, and I've never seen um, a music director so specifically orchestrate dynamics voice by voice. And it's kind of a part of the Deke philosophy of like every acapella arrangement is individualized and groupified. Where mm. like we, to get the best group <laughs> sound, we need to really capitalize on everyone's specific role in the group. So. It was a little overkill, I thought, mm-hmm. but like I think the point he was trying to orchestrate really rang true with me. Sure, I like the fact that there was more uh, girls interacted and integrated into this performance. We, I mean, we even had Nicole comes back, you guys. Yeah, yeah. She, oh, yeah. She, she's she back from really Texas. Was, so. and then <laughs> she was there last week, guys. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she was. And then we had Winnie and Phoebe. So we, we mm-hmm. had more girls uh, throughout this performance who were like really got the spotlight as well. Let's go over to Highland Voices and Team Diana. Yeah, they're singing "Defying Gravity." Of course, auditions. A very, very complex song. Mm-hmm. Stephen Schwartz, you're amazing. Mm. Yeah, I Jeff. Agree. No, I was no, like, no, I wasn't sure. No, I'm agreeing. That, that was a mm. Mm. yes, yeah. preach. Yes, yes queen. preach. Yes, <laughs> queen. Yeah, more um, so. It was, you know, it was, it was such a powerful choice, and it almost made me wonder. You know, I know that where Diana was coming from was giving them kind of more of a professional choice than than I think they're used to, and right. it made me wonder if it might have even been overreaching. It was. Yeah, this group was not ready for that arrangement. Right. It was tough, and they did a great job. I don't think, and Highlands Voices is, is arguably one of the best high school groups in the, in the states. I think a high school group isn't ready to sing that song. Right, right. Well, at least in three days. I think if you would have had a week to teach them, a couple weeks to teach them but that song. In right. fairness, for them, and especially I was like, I think this current generation is very well up to date with Wicked. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not like they have to learn all the lyrics right oh, away. Oh, right. I love the sure. song choice. 
But the certain arrangement, yeah. It was the arrangement. It was really tough. I mean, like, it was amazing. Props well, to that arranger. Like, and it's, so and cool. it's, it's like Vanessa said. Some, there are some times where even Adina Menzel can't hit those notes. Right. So, yeah. You know, for... And I, when the queen can't do it, right. then... I know. Adele Dazim. <laughs> so what do we think of Blue Jupiter, Diana's vocal group that she's been with for at least 10 years? That was awesome. I loved That I was a loved nice little this. surprise. Yeah, I was glad to see that um, that kind of aspect of her be brought into the show because we mm-hmm. keep hearing about it, but we haven't really gotten a chance to see it in action. And that performance of Define Gravity was obviously incredible. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I know. I wish we could have seen more. Right, They right. showed us 30 okay. seconds. And, like, right when, was, right when Diane was starting to crush right. was when they, like, <laughs> cut out. I was like, let's hear. If she's going to be Team Diana, let's at least see Team Diana sure. do her thing. Mm-hmm. And they really pulled away when... She was starting to belt. I think this was very smart on Diana's part, just from the coaching aspect and like really getting her team pumped up. It's like you show your team what you yourself are capable. You know what the heck you're talking about. You mm-hmm. have sung this song. You know the key. You know the arrangement. So like actually prove that you know it, so sh- they can learn from you. And be like she can do it. So can we? Right. It was and, fun. Yeah. And I what do we? And I loved how Blue Jupiter came in and gave their own you know coaching. Lessons, to yeah, the going own off kind of one on one between, um, I think it was, it we was had Johnny who was the Johnny husband, Johnny with Naftali, yeah, is the husband, and and um, Jeff well, I, is I don't the think, lieutenant. I don't think Johnny is the husband, I think that's Johnny was like the, the jetpack guy that was making those crazy, Correct. crazy sounds, Hat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fedora. I'm so sorry, I missed I'm sorry, Diana. I'm sorry, Diana, if I messed up your husband, but both of those guys, the way the way the noises that they were making in the the kind of it's. I think it's like Johnny said. The fact that that you can listen to those uh, noises and see what they're doing and be in such awe of it coming from a human mouth from a person, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that that sort of thing really inspired uh, Naftali as well, who said, you know, who had mentioned that this was his first time starting a song. You know, us- he said that usually it's it's Blue or Andrew that yeah. start the songs, and so this was a big moment for him as well. Yeah, I um, what a cool opportunity for those kids. I mean, like to get to work with and perform with a professional group. Um, in college, I got to work with Straight No Chaser a little bit and mm-hmm. workshop with them, and like it'll push a group so far just to work with a professional group like that, and um, really, really cool. And sure. I think I may have predicted last week like it'd be cool to see guest judges or guest coaches. Sure, and we got that. There you go mm-hmm. on Highland Voices. Mm-hmm. So. Yay. <laughs> Maybe it was a little intuition. Marissa I don't called know. it, guys. <laughs> Team yeah. Marissa, we Get got it. it. <laughs> no, um, I really enjoyed it because a few weeks ago I was actually watching like a ton of Blue Jupiter videos because, Diana, you're awesome mm-hmm. and your group is amazing. So I loved it. Like you were saying, Jeff, I wanted to see more. So Me just too. go on YouTube and look up everything because I sure did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> All right. Yeah. And uh, what do we think of Diana saying that one of the key components of singing Defying Gravity is you have to have confidence, which you certainly, most certainly need for the song. Yeah, right? Do you agree with this? Absolutely. I think, yeah, for especially for something like this, I mean, it's got to, in a way, almost kind of transcend confidence. Like, you have to sort of embody. Or defy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so I wasn't entirely sure if we were going to be able to get someone that could embody that sort of confidence. Maddie was great. She was amazing, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the song has been out of their reach. Sure, 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 sure. And I think they went sharp, and it may have pushed, um, oh, shoot, Guy Solo. What's his name? Nick? Oh, Dan? Dan. Mm. Dan. I think both of them Ooh, were pushed Dan. a little out of their ranges, mm. um, which is no one's fault. They were nervous. Um 
Also, it's Highland Boys has always had three girls, five guys. Maybe. I think so. For some reason, I, I, I saw Mariella, Vanessa, and Maddie working together, yeah. and I was like, where's the fourth? And then I was like, who's the fourth? Who's the fourth? I think that's it. I was like inception. My mind exploded. <laughs> I guess it's five and four. Or five and three. Right, right. Yeah, I was... Well, <laughs> I can't do numbers, Jeff. I know, I'll stop. I don't, um, I don't think we've seen any major mix-ups. But, no, I mean, Maddie killed it. And, like, mm-hmm. you know another thing? I've, I'm always really impressed by how these kids handle when others get solos. Right. I really thought, I expected Vanessa to get it, just because, obviously, I'm, all three of the girls are amazing. Right. Um, but she, like, very humbly stepped down and was, like, Kill it, Maddie. Like, you got this. Mm. I love this, Jeff. Um, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I was going to mention it, too. Because I loved how Vanessa was, like, so rooting for her own girl. Yeah. Especially if you go back. I mean, we're kind of we're later into this season now. But if you go to the very first episode, you would think that with testament to the editing that you would pit these two girls against each other right. from the get-go. But mm. it's actually, no, it's actually two good friends who understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. and can cheer each other on when, like, someone gets a solo. Yeah. And actually be there for each other and sure. support. And I, and I think I think that that would be kind of the cheap, easy way out is to sort of pit them against each other and say, like, oh, my God, she's trying to steal your spotlight. Right. But mm-hmm. it really is. It's really not. Highlands Voices is just, uh, it's, they're, you know, they're a family just as much as Stay Tuned is. Yeah. And so I think they, they really rally around each other, both of these groups do. Might we go as far as to say that Vanessa and Maddie have a bit of a Alpha Book Linda dynamic? I don't know. Very well. Wicked Sears, if you ask me. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. I hate everything right now, <laughs> Jeff Graham. Darn it, Jeff. <laughs> All right. So, Highland Voices, they're behind on the choreography. Yeah. Third day, Philip comes back. Philip was missing because he was at college orientation. Yeah. Congratulations. That's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. Always fun. He comes back on the third day, and he's not really, really that far behind because he's everyone's learning, still learning. He's learning choreography too. at the exact same yeah. time as everyone else. Yeah, that was funny. Definitely a little comic, Philippe. Mm. We always get that. Oh, of course. He's yeah. always good for lightening the mood a little. Yeah. I love that that segment with him kind of trying to wrap his head around that flappy arm. Flappy oh, arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I have yeah. space to do it. Flappy, <laughs> bent arm. Flaccid as versus. Make sure this is it. <laughs> That's a terrible um, word. I'm sorry. Guys. But... Um, um, yeah, that... Interesting choreography. I can understand, like, flying. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Being, like, Birds sure. flying away. Sure. Yeah. Was this a little too on the nose, literal choreography? I mean, I like. I think we've seen on the nose choreography I mean, plenty. We of times get it this a season. lot from Deke, uh, but to get it from Diana, but we is saw just it a from surprise. Diana as well when, on uh, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen and Owl good City time. when they're literally waking up when he, when Phil says good morning. True. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's nothing we haven't seen. I don't think there's anything wrong with it necessarily if you can make it work. Yeah, I mean, choreography, again, it's a can of worms, but, like, some would argue that choreography doesn't even belong in acapella, and, right. like, the glee evolution has kind of forced choreography into acapella. I see. Um, and, like, it's interesting. Sometimes you wonder if if choreography weren't a category in this summer workshop, I'm sure you'd get better vocal performances for it. Do you think Do you think that the, the vocals are getting sacri- sacrificed in favor of the choreography? Yeah, I mean, like, Diana on day three is, like, if only I had one more day to polish. Mm-hmm. Instead, I've got to focus the whole time on choreography. She sure. like, three days True. isn't necessarily enough to learn, especially an arrangement as hard as the Divine Gravity. Absolutely, yeah. And, and choreography. This arrangement for 
the Highland voices it sounded like they were trying to do the exact same arrangement that Blue Jupiter has been doing. I think it was. Time. I yeah. think so, yeah, yeah. definitely. And, but granted, Blue Jupiter has had years of experience. They <laughs> right. know what the heck they're doing. Right. They've practiced the song for years, mm-hmm. I'm, I imagine. Right. And now to teach Highland voices in three days... That's that's a feat in and of itself. Yeah. It did it, it did job. it did make me wonder when we saw Blue Jupiter if that was by design. If it was like, all right, watch this what we do. This is how we do it now. Do now it. Do Go. It. Yeah. Yeah. Dance, monkey. <laughs> right. Kind of. All right. So uh, let's go back to Deke's team. Stay tuned. We're pretty much on on day three of rehearsal. That I I feel even on day two, it sounded pretty cool. Sure. For mm-hmm. a drift away, I. I completely believed that this could be an awesome arrangement only just from hearing it, let alone seeing the choreography that was integrated at the end. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really too worried about Stay Tuned in right. this performance. But Deke was an Adam, who has to be our go-to guy and pump up the audience. He's mm-hmm. not really engaged. Claps? Yeah. No. Well, he's <laughs> And he's, he's kind of a natural introvert. As they talk about, but D calls him this reservoir of intensity that. that he needs to tap into. Yeah. The one that like internalizes, and then you hit that moment, and you just explode. Sure, but you know, he he talked a little bit later on in the episode. Adam talked about how in rehearsal there are those elements that that aren't there that are going to be there on performance night, and that's why he kind of isn't connecting it. And from you know, from years of training people in pro wrestling, we always tell people that if you're practicing or if you're rehearsing, those habits that you fall into are going to be the exact same habits right. you go to when there is a crowd. Agreed. You know, you always kind of have to be performing as if there's 5,000 people watching. Practice yeah. like you play. Exactly. Just like yeah. that, guys. You have to sell it. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. was more so the, the selling factor that Deke really wanted them to achieve. Sure, sure. I love this narrative, though. Sometimes, you know, you feel like reality TV narratives are forced a little bit, but... This with um, just with like Adam being kind of introverted, it really showed what makes Deke a great coach, and that's right. like really, really getting in tune with all of his students uh-huh. and like figuring out what's not only going to push them, but like what can be realized in them. And like he knew that Adam was an introvert, and like knew that pushing Adam to do this kind of thing would not only grow him but grow the group. And that moment when Adam was like, my dreams came true today. Oh, that got oh, me. was so sweet. That got me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like really authentically moved by that. Sure. And I was like, man, how cool for Deke to see that. Any and... other week we would have seen a house visit. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> well, I dare say he brought the house. He brought down the house. There what I don't is, know. is happening right now? <laughs> Maybe quick... I liked it, Serafini. <laughs> I there it. we go. Thank you for that. I yeah. don't know. I'm full of woody humor today. I don't Yeesh. know. Maybe I'm not. All right. Let's go to the actual performance day. Yay. This mm-hmm. is the best part. Okay. So we should have prefaced the show with four groups. Again, Vocal Forte is coming back. We have a new group that we haven't really A challenger appears. Yet. Mm-hmm. The Octaves, which they call, quote unquote, new mystery. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because they are a mystery. And then, mm-hmm. of course, Highland Voices and Stay Tuned. These four groups. And Octaves are only four months old, even. Yeah. yeah. How crazy is that? Wow. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. they probably started when the show started. No, like that that would have been Couple like months two months. Mm-hmm. So Probably started in like January. Two months. Second so, semester so formation. Maybe not enough exposure time to, you know, show to the world like what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. But let's well, so let's go into performances. First up was Vocal Forte singing Immortals by Fall Out Boy. What did you think of this performance? Were you surprised? Were I was you, surprised I was surprised like at the it? at the choice. I really dug it. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think Do you that, like the song? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I didn't like all of the songs 
picked this week. Yeah. But I, I dug this one a lot, and I loved the that what the um, what the soloist brought brought to it. It's such you know Patrick Stump had kind of put such an interesting take on his vocals that it's interesting seeing that being interpreted uh, in an acapella kind of environment. He does have a crazy voice, Patrick sure. Stump. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was. The, the tough thing about this whole performance is that it was very good, but there wasn't quite enough to make it outstanding. Sure. And all the pieces were there, and vocal forte is amazing, and the soloist was great. The arrangement was fine. When we're talking about on the nose, it was a little on the nose. Okay. I, I tend to listen more to what's going on behind the soloist just because I do some arrangement. And you're talking about the arrangement. I'm talking about the arrangement. Okay. Um, what did Deke say? Trying to remember, I have a note that says interesting point from Deke. Mm. And it okay. would have happened during their performance. <laughs> well, while you think. I'm a great host, you guys. <laughs> while you figure out your notes there. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Um, I personally don't really listen to Fall Out Boy, so I don't really know the song mm. and the arrangement that could go into it. I thought it was interesting that it was mostly a woman who was soloing. Yeah, it was so cool. She was great. And I, th- I thought she had a really intense, mature voice. Mm-hmm. So Deke said mature intensity. Um, for a that song that's mostly sang by males, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I thought she killed it. It was awesome. I think it would it might have hit a little bit more if actual guys sang it mm. the whole time. Mm. I mean, there and was a moment did, where I, we did get another right. guy who sang it, but and I loved that dynamic of of them singing it together as well. Mm-hmm. Huh? Do you think it would have been better if just a guy sang the whole song? I don't. I like the no. choice. Yeah, mm. I like the choice, and I thought she was great. Because she, she had she had a kind of a deeper voice than than usual. Plus, Patrick Stump, we're calling that a male voice, right? But he it's does Patrick have Stump. kind of a higher. Yeah, he is a high tenor, definitely. And is like he? you guys can tell from listening to me speak every week that I don't really have a man voice. But okay. Patrick, <laughs> if we're being honest, I've, I've always described my voice as like. 17-year-old boy. Puberty is hard. It's like... Sure. Puberty is hard. You know that. I just... I prefer my singing voice to my talking voice. I, I appreciate see. you guys putting up with it every week. Um, but Patrick Stump has probably even a higher register of right. a timbre of voice than I do. Um, so I, did, I liked the choice. I thought that soloist handled it with gravitas. And I liked that they mixed in. My problem was just that something about it wasn't outstanding. It was, right. like, just good. And, like, I don't know. There should have been one risk that they took. Mm. That's all they needed was one risk to really elevate the performance. You know what I liked? I think what was risky? That the other guy who, I'm sorry, I don't know his name, Mm. but the other man who was lead singing on that, he was also doing percussion at the same time. He was beatboxing. So I thought that was actually pretty cool. That was impressive. You know what, though? It was impressive and cool, but it took away. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of that thing where it's like, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Sure, sure. I feel like that was a moment where they were trying to impress I was like, oh man, I wish you were just focusing on the solo right now. Right, That's right, the kind right. of thing you do, like solo boxing. They'll call that. You can do it like in the back, um, and it can be a good way to round out the bass. And the, but I don't, I didn't like that choice. And I think out of vocal forte, I mean, that's a fairly medium-sized group. I'm sure they could have figured out two other people behind them to right. do the exact same thing right. while he. But it works for you singing. guys, so that's yeah. I'm, I'm sure it worked for some. It mm-hmm. just didn't work for me. Mm, I, it was fun. It wasn't as great as the first vocal. Forte performance mm-hmm. that we saw in the country. What, sure. what was the Did first thing we saw? Awesome. Was I that? Can't um, was it also Fall Out Boy? No. Oh, Imagine Dragons, right? That's what. Yeah. We, no, was, no, no, was it? Radioactive. Wasn't that unaccompanied oh by us? So many songs, oh, you guys. It's a chat roll. 
That's yeah, okay. Don't let us know. Tweet at us. I know. All We're right. getting four, uh, what, two songs a week and then four songs a week. So we got a lot to so remember, and, guys. and then all the songs that we listen to on a daily basis <laughs> in between. Right. There you go. Let's go to uh, Highland Voices saying second Team Diana. First of all, my first question. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the outfits? Very Team Diana. Like in I your loved, face. I loved, I loved the concept of the of the the Superman shirts. Do you think it worked for Defying Gravity? Sure. Like the message of. Defying I think Gravity. yeah. I think thematically, I think it was great. I I loved that idea. And at first, when I thought it was an H and a V, I loved it. I loved it even more. Was it an H and V? No, no, no. I that's, saw a that's T what and I mean. a D. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I thought. Because originally I just saw the colors and thought, oh, it's it's H and V and kind of the Superman design. But then when we see that it's it's T and D, I wasn't quite feeling it as much. What would H and V? Oh, just for guys. That was a joke. I was kidding. Come on, there is the door. Come on, (laughs) please walk out. Yeah, and so so conceptually, I loved the idea. I'll say that. Oh, I found it, guys. We're in. Oh, what was it? Um, It was Warriors by Imagine Dragons. There you go. That's it. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thanks, y'all. Okay, so Jeff, what did you think of Highland Voices in the Team Diana shirts? Uh, This was a bold choice. Love Diana, didn't love this choice. Mm -hmm. I think, I know what she's going for, but um, I'm not as far, I'm not as opinionated as Deke on this issue, where he, like, really went on a Deke said it was, quote-unquote, embarrassing. We saw some claws coming out with Deke. Yeah, that was a lot. That was good. That was awesome. Yeah, he's, I was, it was I think, fun to see the I think we've been needing that. He was yeah. playing with fire. You know? That he was. Yeah. Hence the title of this mm-hmm. episode. Hence the title of this episode. What did he say? He goes, um, I feel bad for them. He said, I feel bad for them. I was like, Whoa. He said it was embarrassing, yeah. Yeah, it was like an episode of like How to Get Away with Murder. Well, in fairness, if you think about it, the Stay Tuned shirts say Stay Tuned, not Team Deke. Right, right, so, exactly. So, I mean, and I think that correlates just the, and really just personifies the meaning of what one team is compared to one team sure. and who's we've, an and, actual team, right. one team who's someone's team. And we've hammered on, on that point before. Yeah, definitely. And it always it, – it hurts a little when, when they say – and I don't necessarily think she's she's making them. And it could obviously be a production thing. It could mm-hmm. maybe be right. fabricated. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But it does hurt a little when they say Team Diana instead of Highland Voices. Yeah. yeah that actually did bug me viscerally for the first time this week. <laughs> right. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I felt a little wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about – all right. So let's get to the vocal performance of Highland Voices. They sing, you know, of course, Defying Gravity. Mm-hmm. Did Mi- did Maddie kill it for you? Did for you? me, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah I thought she did mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think, yeah, yeah right. between, with this song as well, you have to bring, like we said, you have to bring so much confidence and so much energy to it, you know, that there was, I I also really loved that about the performance between both Maddie and, of, of course, obviously, Vanessa, you know, so, such fierce, uh, like Diana said, Tony winning performances. Yeah, Broadway performances. You know? mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, again, I think I've said it already, but like I think this arrangement was a bit tough for that group, which I'm glad. I, I think it's really good to push a group like that. Wish they'd had more time to learn it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I love Wicked, you guys. I really do. Mm-hmm. I love Defying Gravity. I may or may not have woke up to that song multiple times in my life. Um, or this week. Or, or yesterday, <laughs> or, today. or like two hours ago. I don't sure. know. Um, I was more surprised with Dan. Dan okay. blew me away. Oh, absolutely. Because Vocalize. I wasn't expecting that awesomeness out of Dan. Right, right, right. Holy crap. Dan, you can sing. Yeah, yeah man. Dan, yeah, every, every time that Dan has appeared, it's just been to knock it out of the park. 
Like, we haven't really seen him struggling with anything. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of like, guys, I got this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Dan's really definitely killing it. Uh, and I wasn't expecting that part of it either when he when he kind of came in Woo. with that part. Yeah, I w- and what I like compared to what Vocal Forte, which was a song mostly by a guy who was sang by a girl, uh-huh. and then this is a song sang mostly by women, and we had a guy singing part. Sure, mm-hmm. and I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Kid can sing, man. All of them can sing. Yeah, it's a great group. Yeah. I, but I did put in my notes. I love the song, but didn't love it. Mm-hmm. The uh, performance, just the their overall performance. I don't think it's one of their best performances. What, and and I what think aspect Di- of it? And I think Diana agrees upon that because she mentioned it wasn't not the best performance from them. Yeah, she I think compared they start to sharp. the previous episode, just last week's, after the awesome duet that Vanessa and Andrew gave us, Definitely. and that was such an emotional, intense type of song. Yeah. Now juxtaposed to this, I felt this was. That's a song that you can really connect to, and I didn't connect to this one. Mm. I just heard the arrangement more than the meaning. I see. You know what's interesting? I'm kind of going back on what I said. As much as I loved the arrangement, like from a technical standpoint, I do think some of the choices that were made to really pop it up kind of took away from the emotional resonance of the song. Mm. Because, like, the way that song is, like, the essence of that song is already so emotionally powerful, and, like, the musical is amazing, and it comes at a part of the musical that just can really move people and some of the choices in that arrangement actually took away from that to kind of make it like a radio edit is how I would describe okay. it um, but it I felt liked, very radio yeah but like I liked the modulations and stuff so there was stuff I liked um, but it's interesting because you almost wonder if they had just sung the song as it was intended to be sang if it would have resonated more powerfully with the so elaborate, elaborate a little more on on the, the radio edit part of it what exactly do you mean by that so sounds like, more pop yeah uh. just like more pop there was one tempo whereas like in that in a lot of Broadway theater songs like the soloist should be able to control the tempo of the I song see. because okay. it's the idea kind that you fluctuate you're, a little more fluctuate and okay. it's because the idea that like the way you're singing is the way you would be feeling things so it's like you don't just feel things at one tempo you kind of like pull in and out Whereas this was like something has changed. Sure, sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, it was a choice that it was. Yeah. Do you think it's also maybe the fact that because it is such a high caliber Broadway song and it has just maybe musical rights to it that because the arrangement has to be so different just to show it on screen hmm. that that might have been a hindrance to what they could have. Fully gone, maybe if they didn't have those. Right, that wouldn't surprise me, Marissa. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Okay, right, yeah. I think maybe because obviously anything you see on television in any version of that's not by the actual Broadway, it's always going to be vastly different. Right, mm. that could have been. And I think that yeah. That might by the way, we just got um, interesting the chat roll. You can find Dan on YouTube on his channel. Okay, his name there is Dan McKenty. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm excited. I will look that up. Let's go to the actives. Our quote unquote new mystery. They sang somebody to love. Somebody love me. Queen. Somebody to love. Somebody, yeah. to somebody love. love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. Queen. Great song. Absolutely. Yeah. Fun. And and another another I think bold choice that I thought, especially for a group that's only four months old. Yes, mm. Jeff. Well, what is funny? Bold choice, but it's like so acapella. Like I feel is like it? it's very cliche to pick okay. that song, okay. which is fine. It so makes sense for that group. Like sure. they're very green. Sure. They're very new. So they were great. I mean, all the choices they made make a lot of sense mm. for a group who's four months old. Like, we'll choose this right. Queen song. It's got the um, one thing. The one thing I will say. I the, the only thing that that I 
didn't love in, entirely was I thought the choreography may have been a little too cute. Oh, yeah. A little mm. too, like, yeah. For sure. I mean, like, I feel like all the choices they made were very much like, we're an acapella group that's four months old. Okay. Which, that's not a diss because, like, on another level, For them like, to pull that off oh, for I being such a brand new like, group. I can't and we'll talk wait about to see the, them we'll in a year. We'll talk about the soloist for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't wait to see them in a year. It's, mm. I think Deke said it. Like, he's like, there's so much talent in that group. Right. It just hasn't really been tapped yet. It like, just needs to be very, a little bit polished. Very green, yeah. But, like, really, really good. And I can't right. wait. I'd like to search them now to see what they're doing. Right. If, and if, if they were working with a Deke or a Diana, I mean, mm-hmm. we could really kind of get I that know. channeled for I sure. I had a moment, love Stay Tuned, but where I was like, oh, I would have loved to have seen this group be coached. Right, right, right. Probably by Deke to see, like, how far he could push that. Because that, yeah, that moment where we see, we even get a little bit of a buildup where we see the soloist kind of walking on stage and we see her heels and we see her belt out. That incredible, incredible uh, series of notes. Yeah, dang. Mm. Dang is right. (laughs) Yeah. The funny thing is, though, even the way she chose to belt it Uh felt a little green. Okay. Where it was like, she kind of belted it in a way that was not subtle and, like, really what you would expect and, like, could have been a little more tasteful. Sure, okay. Like, I would have loved to have like, seen a coach. She only came in just to belt those two right. notes and then then she disappeared. It was, like, okay. such an obvious choice. It was, like, everyone stopped and she's like, yeah, 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 and then she, like, steps back. Right. Yeah. I just, right. like, I don't know. Sure. But it was so good. I feel like I'm being hypercritical. No, not at all. We have to be. Lindsay's not here. We have a duty. (laughs) We have a duty to Lindsay. Yeah. Um, My, really my only issue with Mm. the, I don't want to say issue, but the one thing that bothered me was Mm. uh, I had the hardest time figuring out who was singing. Oh, okay. And I think it might have been the way that they filmed it, the way that they edited it. It could have been They showed edit, a lot yeah. of behind the head scenes or shots, which was not good. Interesting. You're, you're trying to, like, see who yeah. that freaking <laughs> right. person is singing. And they kept, and the song, so the, each certain lines kept going to different people. I was like, who the heck is singing on stage? I <laughs> right. really don't know at sure. this point. I can understand the girl who was belting right. at her one moment, but, like, throughout the rest, I really don't know who the heck sang it. Right. <laughs> it was weird editing. It's the first it time I felt like the production the is really... Well, there's been a couple of times when I thought the production is taken away from the performance. So, sure. yeah, I don't know if... Like, they all sing great. I just couldn't tell who to follow in in this number. All right. All right. right. Stay tuned. Oh, man, this was awesome. Drift Away by mm. Dobie Gray. Excited. Um, Deke, you know, his awesome pep talk. He's like, just make music. Be in the moment. Right. Ty. I, I wasn't you're, you're I, I wasn't crazy about the song. I'll tell you that. I'm not, really? Not crazy about the song. Don't love the song. It's 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 do part you, of Do you like the original by Dobie Gray or the Uncle Cracker version better? Um there was a point in my life where I was a fan of Uncle Cracker, I will mm, say that. Yeesh. Uh that time has long since passed. No offense <laughs> to the to Mr. Cracker. To Unks. Uh <laughs> but this song, I don't know, this song, did you guys ever see that movie Ricky and the Flash? Not yet. Uh, and I love Diablo yeah, yeah. Cody. I can't believe I haven't seen it yet. Was, was it, I, the, How was it? The movie was I good. She I enjoyed the movie. Song. Not to get not to get on too much of a tangent. Yeah, I, I enjoy the movie, but like all of the the music in that movie is like kind of like what I call like butt rock. Where it's just like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so intrigued. I'm like, yeah. Words, words. No, just please like, define butt rock. Dude, it's, it's, I guess, I guess, what know. would be called as what would be referred to as like classic rock, like stuff like this, where like kind of baby boomers would be like waving their lighters in the air at concerts okay, or stuff like. So you're calling the people yeah. in their 60s right now they would enjoy this song? <laughs> sure, sure. Why? I that's love just not. This, but it's I just not my. It. It's rock. just not my personal. Because it's thing. like so on the nose, kind of. <laughs> right, 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 right. Rock. Yeah, and it's just it's so incredibly like you've seen it in the commercial for so many yeah. like 
classic rock ballad I hear you. compilations, you know what I mean? Just like boring people love this kind of music. <laughs> thank it's you. what it is. Thank you. Thank it's you. Thank like thank if you, you find that like Drift Away is someone's favorite song, you're like, oh, I bet you're not like the most interesting person <laughs> in the world. So you're hitting, he's hitting the nail on the head. I got That's you. Exactly. I apologize That's to anyone I mean, who may guys. be offended. I know. If you love it, I, love I do you. love it. I will say. <laughs> it's just not my company. Maybe I'm a butt rocker. <laughs> Okay, I, I won't say that again, but... Let's see how many times you can say butt rack. Yeah. All right, what do we think of Adam being the, the go-to hit the audience? He did so well. Good job, Adam. He awesome. killed it, yeah. definitely. And I will say, my, my personal feelings about the song aside, I really, really enjoyed this performance. I really loved this. I d- there wasn't too much in the way of kind of choreography or arrangement. I think the only choreography was slowly five more people kept right. coming on stage. Everyone come on stage. There was movement, so Maybe there's the Sergio, visual. Sergio, you high five decon. Act like your buds. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like drift towards. <laughs> right. was their exactly. drift, drift towards together. each other. Drift yeah. together. Drift together. And then, yeah. But I loved I loved Adam as the hype man, for sure. Uh-huh. That was cool. Yeah. I love Give me harmony. I love that part. That <laughs> I, part was great. I loved how Highland Voices got involved with this. That was so, that was such a fun they moment that I would have I would have liked to seen more of that. Like you know? your competing groups, everyone got into it. They were on their feet. Sure. They were enjoying the performance. Yeah. That's also what makes it memorable. Mm. Is that when the audience is way more engaged and everyone is already on their feet? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was fun. I mean, like it was. I think Deke was doing exactly what he wanted to do with mm. his choice. I hope they really turn it up next week with song choice. Sure. Uh, but this is a smart, like, second to last song choice. So, mm. yeah, it's good. And I love how how much everyone's getting into Adam's it. Adam's in here. He says thank you. Uh, there we go. Uh, we were right. it. That moment, Adam, it's, you were awesome. It's like you said, we, we mentioned it before when he kind of mentions that moment of his dream come true of having a whole audience on their feet. It was such a touching moment. And know? I think one of the greatest things is being an introvert and right. like they can surprise you at the most Absolutely. surprising times. So it's and like if you're put into a, if you're an introvert put into a position where you actually have to engage with multiple people, mm. things, ma- magical things can happen. Sure. And on the flip side, it, I got such a kick out of how everyone was so into the song and everyone was so feeling it, even Highland's voices, except for Diana, who was like legit stewing. Oh, I what love, do you think? I love Diana, but Diana's that was palpable. facial reactions, her... Uh, react her actual reactions right, at right. the end of that in her comments. She says, uh, "For the stay tuned, you know, mm. uh, drift away." That the it was safe, safe right. arrangement. Do you agree with this? This was a very complex. And I could see, I could, I could definitely see being, you know, chagrined, if you will, at if. If Highland Voices didn't necessarily put, turn in their best performance as we saw versus such a crowd-pleasing, safe kind of sing-along, right. I think she knew what the judges were going to go for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that might not necessarily be fair. Right. I mean, Deke, she was right. She's re- repeated Deke. She revocalized what Deke had already said, which mm-hmm. was they're playing it safe. So they can advance. And, like, she knew it. And really, yeah, it's just, it depends on what your perspective is. Uh-huh. All right. So, scoring the judges. Mm. The, the fourth person, fourth group that got eliminated was actually vocal, vocal Forte, 65 out of 90. Third was Octaves, uh, 66 out of 90. Second was Highland Voices, mm. 76 out of 90. And the first was Stay Tuned. They won, and they were gunning for the second place. Right. I was mean, this close. a surprise to you? Yeah. Not necessarily. No? Only only because I'm I'm looking at it in terms of the narrative of the whole show. 
you know, I think Stay Tuned needed one more win to kind of bring them up neck and neck. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously where we want to be going into the finale. Right. Um, but um, only a two point difference, you guys. Scoring wise, it was crazy because there was only between fourth and third, there was only a one point difference. And there's only a two point difference between second and first. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I know. It was like here's the two and here's the two and it was like anyone could have gone between I think this is what I liked and what Mm -hmm. worked was like there were two tiers of performance levels and the judges realized that it was like there was tier B tier A tier B was really close tier A was really close I think Vocal Four initiative advanced. And now, right. if you think about it, because before they all performed in this episode for the competition, Stay Tuned had four wins. Highland Voices have five wins. Now it's Stay Tuned had five wins, right. and Highland Voices are five wins. That's what so I mean, They yeah. are literally on the same playing field. They are equal. Mm. So, coming to predictions. Get it! Who? How dare you? Just, How dare this part you? Just, it gives me the heebie Get jeebies. out of here right now. I don't like it. All right, well, then we won't go to you first. Ty, <laughs> what do you think? Do, oh, it could man. be anybody's I game I mean, this now. has got to be, we've got to, these Talk are about be the big predictions. closing that gap from the first episode. It, it's close. We've got to, we've yeah. got to. It's, it's anybody's game anyone's now. Game. These are, if you think about it, these are our final predictions. So oh, these gotta this be is big. really sad, you guys. These the show's almost wow. over. I mean, I guess technically we could do predictions next week, but that'll be for a speculative future it season to come. Okay. They've been talking about it on the thread. Um, we'll have to band together, AfterBuzz mm-hmm. fans, and really make this happen. But um, I think Diana's saying if we really push and reach out to Lifetime, it can happen. And there we, we, go. we got to keep the Fantastic Forte together. Of course. Of course. Yes. The three Tay this the week. Fantastic the Fantastic Forte. And we haven't really sang yet. We need to. Nope. Next week, does. Um, what what would our group be today? Now there's there's only three of us. I don't the know. terrific trio. If we've got to have a whole, like whole new Dun. level of puns. Um, but, <laughs> Way more. Okay, so we've got to talk about who is going to win. Do we know this, everything? Do we know the songs choices for next week? Not yes. necessarily. I think they were All careful. They were we careful. Saw, about, we saw the wardrobe choices. We saw Diana and her team very shiny, sequiny. They were very shiny. Yeah. Shiny. But that could mean any number of things. I think that they were very careful. Not to let any lyrics slip through in the next on yeah. segment. It's Quinita Gamble, actually, which, first of all, that's an awesome name if mm-hmm. I've ever heard sure, one. Sure, sure. <laughs> She's saying she thinks the finale is going to come down to song choice. Couldn't okay. agree more. Quinita. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And I think if yeah. we're if we're going with the underdog story, I mean, sight unseen. Obviously, we haven't seen any of the final episode, none of the performances or anything. I think if we're going with the underdog story, I've got to go with Stay Tuned, winning it all. Mm-hmm. I think that's my prediction. I would love it if they want to go. It's tough. I feel like I could see either group winning and it making a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I kind of think Stay Tuned is going to win. You think so? I think Stay Tuned will win, but honestly, I won't be disappointed if either like oh not at any all. group who wins. I'm just looking I'd at it from, from a storytelling Joseph Campbell hero's journey. You know mm-hmm. all right. that sure. all that stuff. The underdogs, the actual underdog right. story, which right, right, Stay right. Tuned has been this whole time, right. We'll see. I mm. see. What when before we wrap up one fun fun song that could have been arranged. Oh that you man. think of. I always forget about this. While you ponder. Jeff, Jeff, go. Again, Where I would have loved to have seen Stay Tuned sing Drops of Jupiter. I know we've had some contention on that. Didn't you just it. say that before? I already did, yeah. That was Yeah, that's hmm. not a new one. Did you think of another one? Come up with a new one, Jeff. <laughs> come on. On the spot, um, let's go, let's go. Come on. <laughs> okay, while you think. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to nineties because nineties are I mean, life. really? But, it's it's so surprising. No, but this point, really, guys. no, but really. How about Mariah Carey 
Always be my baby. Oh yeah. Oh, interesting. All right. Yes. All right. I have staying in karaoke this song as well. Interesting. I just thought of one. I want to see someone rap. There hasn't been any hip hop yet. Like I would love to see my group in college saying "Bottoms Up." And it would oh. just destroy... By Trey Songs? By Trey Songs. Oh, my. I would love to see a song like that. I don't know if it's high school appropriate, but... It's definitely... Like, that, it's like, certainly like, not. Like, the high school version it's of It's, like, clearly not. I know. Nope. If, like, they say, I like, the... Song. I know, it's so good. If they sing, like, the high school version of Thrift Shop, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. I, I don't know if there is a for such sure. thing like, where shopping for yeah. books Ty, and we binders. Need, Ty, you can, we need you can go choice. to Goodwill as a high schooler. Um, I think maybe something in the vein of, like, The Smiths or The Cure, maybe something like Ooh. that. Okay. A little so bit, the 80s? A little bit, yeah. A little bit 80s. A little bit more kind of on the the proto-emo side of things. Okay. For sure. Interesting. You know? Very angsty. Love. I love me some Robert Smith. Yeah, definitely. Maybe Love Song. Love Song by The Cure. That's what I'm saying. All right. I think that's it for us. Thank you, everyone. Boom. Who's been rating, commenting, downloading, subscribing, iTunes, leave a review, rate us five stars, tell us what you love, what you didn't love. We, we only have like four more episodes left. I know. It's been I'm, really, really fun. I'm really sad, guys. Guys, We're remember to tune in next week. Please. Same bad time, same bad channel. Yes. 8.30 Before p.m. Before we, we exit. Before we exit, I have to say really quick in the chat. Tweet at Lifetime. Tell them. Greenlight the show. Everyone's saying everyone around the world season is loving two. it. Different countries. We want a season two. Um, season two. If you love Pitch Slap, please support the show. Tell Lifetime to tweet, post on Facebook, everything. My name is Jeff Graham. Find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham. Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. Oh. Uh, I'm Ty Matthews, PMA on Instagram, Twitter, uh, along with very other uh, after shows, Monday Night Raw, Magicians, Second Chance, Lucha Underground. Get it. Get it. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those fun places at AfterBuzz TV. Yay. <laughs> One more episode, guys. One more episode. Get One more. I'm sad about that. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 